Alex, I have another broken bone story. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you're a frequent listener of our podcast or of the YouTube show, if you were back then, um, <clears throat> you might know that there are a few bones in Jim's body that have not been broken yet. So I'm curious to know which <sighs> one is which one is it now? <laughs> it is. It's actually way worse, Alex. And welcome to Germany vs. USA. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jim, and you've just heard Alex say hello. And we are talking about broken bones. And I am so upset about this, Alex, because this time it is not me with the broken bone. Oh, it's no. actually my, yeah, it's my little human. My little human <sighs> fell out of a chair at school oh, and no. cracked, cracked her elbow. Uh, <sighs> and now we have what we're calling at home the Elmo arm. Because she has a big, <laughs> big <laughs> red cast on. Um, <sighs> and part of the reason why I wanted to bring this up is just the system, the bureaucracy of mm -hmm. going to the doctor, getting it x-rayed, getting it diagnosed. Fil fi filing a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> filing a lawsuit. <laughs> no. Just oh, my God. Yeah. God, no, no way. I mean, the good news is she is going to be okay, and and she's been doing great. She actually has been such a she's champ. Not a, she did not a no, great pain she's or, not okay. She well, yeah. She I mean, obviously when you know initially so yes. Oh yeah, but, of but 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 now that we have a cast on her arms per protected, she's you know running around being a kid, and you know won't have to wear the cast too long, um, and no surgery or anything like that. But dude, it was, it made me think like I just had like flashbacks of when I was a teenager and young adult and just breaking a lot of bones. And just a quick recap, <laughs> Alex is not lying. I've broken a lot. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to say this quickly. I've, 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 I've have a compound fracture in my neck. I have I was, a broken I was just, sternum. I was just say I've broken ribs. Only your head that doesn't have, but then you said like your neck was also like. Uh, yeah. Oh. It's actually not watch me like trip on a stone or something today. The, I've never, knock on wood, never had like an ankle injury or mm -hmm. like a significant knee injury. I've had, I've torn my MCL, but nothing major. But then once you start working your, your way up higher. <laughs> Arms, shoulders, <laughs> neck. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think things have been broken. But it, it brought me back to, so when we had to go get the cast, um, and she did such a great job. The nurse, the nurse actually put the cast on her, was amazing. Just like props, props to that lady. She, she was so good with with uh, my child and there were also a lot of other kids in there and she just did a really good job, but you're in there and you're in this big cast room and there, mm -hmm. there's the big saw, you know, they're sawing off cast and <gasps> like reapplying <laughs> cast. And, but we didn't have like, we we're fortunate. We have great insurance and we live in a metropolitan with a great medical community here with, with Vanderbilt in Nashville but even with all of how great and fortunate and privileged we are with all of that, it's still a huge headache. I mean, we had to go to a pediatrician. Then we had to be referred to a radiologist at a different location. Then we had to go back to the pediatrician. 
Then they had to like think about it a little more. Then we had to go see an orthopedic and then the orthopedic wanted a second opinion. So then we had to go to like a different, get a different set of x-rays. Then you have to go get your cast and then you have to go back. And like, it's, it's, it's a strain, right? As, as working Mm -hmm. parents, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, man, and this is how like I grew up too, of like being carted from doctor (laughs) to doctor. And I was like, is it this? complicated in germany you know this bureaucratic aside from the insurance and the cost and everything which we know is a whole screw up but the bureaucracy is is so frustrating it's it's been eased up a lot in recent years where you like you you know what we call house arts like the house doctor where it used to be the way if you wanted to go to like a special doctor you always first needed to go to the house doctor and then they will you know transfer you to some specialist but that has changed i think like a couple years ago so you can actually go directly to specialist i mean if you have a broken arms like yeah, you don't need to go to the house doctor. You need to, you know, to like go to like a surgeon or someone, right? And so then you can go there right away. I mean, I, I don't have that much experience actually because when I had like, I had exactly what you, <laughs> knock on the wood, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, or CD there. Um, <laughs> um, I, I had, hey, it's the holidays, I actually, man. I don't want you in a cast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, the only... Things I've had is like actually like ankle issues, like two or three times. I didn't really break anything, but like, you know, um, they were like stretched out and I couldn't, you know, I had to walk in um, uh, walking crutches, boot. right? Yeah. No, oh, yeah, crutches. Yeah. Crut- yeah cr- crutches. crutches, right? For like uh, four weeks or something, um, but not too severely. And it can, I think it really depends on if the infrastructure is bad, then they will, might send you, you know, back and forth different places, but you might also have a good experience where you go like to one or two doctors and everything is fine. It really depends on, on the infrastructure um, of your medical system. But in general, I'd say it, it's probably a little more streamlined than the way you described it here. But with kids, it might also be a little bit different where I'm sure like the doctors just want to make sure they do the best like diagnosis and the best like yeah, cure. Right, the best they can. And it's, you know, I think it's just part of, like, you know, having kids. It's, and you don't get the same answers, which is another thing where you have, you don't want to be like a Google, like, helicopter <laughs> parent where you're trying to, like, you mm. know, I have zero medical background, right? So, like, I, I don't, I, I have no idea. I just have to, like, trust what they're telling me is accurate. But when you start seeing multiple doctors and something as simple as a, a fractured hubris, like a fractured elbow, and you're getting different answers and you're just like, <laughs> like guys, I'm from- really <laughs> ignorant. Like, can you just, please, this line, tell me the same. I want to do the right thing, but now I have 15 <laughs> options. And like, I, can I call a friend? <laughs> like, I need like, one of them. What? One of them is like, start studying medicine because I want to figure it out myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see some of like, you see some of these absurd stories come across our news occasionally of like, Joe Smith was so angry he went back to, he went to law school to like figure out his situation or you know getting mm-hmm. getting more informed because if you don't have some type of level of trust and relationship with your doctor and you start getting into like the bigger facilities where you're just a, a number and a patient then you you just can you just sometimes feel helpless it's like a yeah. and it's, you know, especially when it comes to your kid where like all you want is your kid to be better you know, no one gives a shit. If I walked in there with a broken arm, they're, they're just like, you guys are take a number. <laughs> we'll call yeah. you. We'll call you eventually. <laughs> uh, 
but so getting back to uh, to the little human, she she has a cast now. Have, has pe- have people been like drawn? Have people been drawing on there, like you know, signing stuff or? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> We're trying to hold off on that until like the very end, especially because like with her age, that like, God only knows, like the. If you give her a pen. The squiggles and everything <laughs> on it. But it was really, man, it was, I mean, it's been ups- an upsetting experience. And, you know, we sure. are thankful she's okay. But the, uh, when we, so she got her cast and then we were telling her it's her Elmo arm because it's a red cast, which she was really mm-hmm. excited about. But <laughs> we got to the car and she's like, all done Momo arm. <laughs> You're like, no, <laughs> you've got a few more weeks of Elmo arm. And uh, <laughs> like, all done? Nope, not yet. And, uh, that's why so we, we got named to, him. <laughs> yeah, that's why like, we're trying to like make it exciting and fun. So all her little classmates like were fascinated by it. Oh, yeah. And then and then we're just like, oh, like, you know, she has a boo-boo. And then they all wanted to show us their boo-boos. Like, oh, like, look at <laughs> I have one too, like because you know toddlers are just like a hot mess, and yeah. So. Um, I was going to ask because uh, you mentioned that before, like insurance wise, and 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 uh, like from health insurance wise, did you have to pay like plus on that, or was it all covered by your insurance? Thus far, it has all been covered. So also with the medical system, <laughs> billing is really exciting. Even if you have great insurance, you have, I mean, I would always recommend going through everything line by line item, like line by line. Um, but right now, everything has been covered, partly because we've met our deductible, you know, for this year. So we, we don't have an expense and we have an X amount of money we have to pay up front as a family. And then even when you hit your deductible that doesn't mean that you're just good like you don't have to pay anything else because an insurance has like fine print of saying yes you don't have to pay up to this price but then once you exceed that price Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you have to start paying again so it's it's not ideal right Mm. um if you have 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 a terrible accident or something happened or Mm -hmm. long-term condition but for for an uh, injury like this, we, we've not had to pay yet, okay. um, but only because we've had to pay up front on other costs. And there, and we will probably have to pay some out of the pocket by the time this is all. Okay. Yeah. In Germany, if you have like family insurance and almost everyone has it, I don't think you would have to pay anything. I think it would be all covered. And they don't, they never calculate like the cost of what you're like, you know, you have no idea as a, if you're insured by the uh, like Gesetzliche Krankenversicherung. Um, which is the most common, um, then you just, you you have no idea what things cost. Like I have no idea what like an x-ray costs or something like that, because you just show your card at the beginning and they do all the billing with the, you know, with the health insurance and you as a, as a, as a normal, like a uh, insured person, you just have no idea what things cost. And I saw like on, I think it was on TikTok. I saw a couple of like Americans living in Germany and they ha- didn't have insurance, but they had to like, well, they had insurance and it was private. And if you have private insurance, you have to pay up front, right? And then you you know, you know you hand it in to the insurance and then you get the money back, right? And they were they did not couldn't believe how cheap it was in Germany to go to the doctor to you know if you have like a doctor's appointment and you know he prescribes you something for like a headache or something, it's going to cost you like twenty or thirty euros or perhaps even less, perhaps like fifteen euros or something. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, in the states you would 
pay like hundreds of euros for just to visit, just to see the doctor and just get something prescribed. Yeah, absolutely. Or you you would pay up front and then they would file your insurance. And then like six months later, literally like six months later, maybe even longer, you may receive a check in the mail and you don't, you know, like, what's this for? And it's like, oh, like your insurance settled it or, or the vice versa, you get a bill in the mail and you're like, wait a second, why didn't insurance pay this? And they make it very difficult to call and try to get it straightened out. They may, they want you just to say, you know, I'm just going to pay it. Right. So they make, the, <laughs> yeah. I think the, the, the biggest thing I have about the insurance is like the, the lack of transparency, right? You just, it's like always mm -hmm. like a game where you never know what you're going to get out of. Like even like when you try to be as detailed as possible, when you get the procedures or whatever, uh, it's still like almost seems like impossible to know what you're going to pay or not because It's just like a box you can't really look into as like a patient, right? Yeah, it's it's really, really difficult and time consuming. And so, yeah, you just you just never know. And then especially mm -hmm. like when you're a new parent and then a baby comes in and you're tired, you're exhausted. If you're a single parent, you're obviously overwhelmed and you don't have time to figure yeah. out your your insurance bill, right? It's just easier mm -hmm. just to set up a payment plan and just bite it. And yeah, it's so unfortunate, which I mean, we know this is a, a bigger conversation where oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll never, I, I don't, I wish we would change our, our policies, but I doubt that will ever happen. For new listeners, we are Alex and Jim, Jim sitting in Nashville, Tennessee at around, it's like nine, no, it's almost 10 in the morning, right? 10 in the morning on a Thursday, yep. On Thursday, and me calling in from Hamburg, Germany, uh, about 5 p.m. And we talk about everyday differences between the German and the American culture. We used to do that on a YouTube channel called Germany versus USA, and now we switch back to audio. And uh, so my next topic, Jim, is we touched on this last time, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And we are doing, actually, no... No, I was just saying, mm -mm, like a oh. <laughs> like, mm, butter and <laughs> comfort food. And <laughs> it's like a no. It's not your next topic, Alex. You're not going to talk v about things. Veto, Alex. Let's talk <laughs> about <up>. tax policy. <laughs> uh, uh, and actually, early Thanksgiving, because. I have a bunch of friends who, and like, the, when I studied, when I went to university, I studied something related to uh, the USA. So. My basically university friends, uh, six of them, they are all coming to Hamburg this weekend and we are celebrating an early Thanksgiving. So we're going to be like 12 or 15 people with like kids. And so we need like a proper big turkey menu, Jim. And I'm going to read it out to you. The reason I'm saying is because actually all of them had also like spent some time in the States where like, you know, they went abroad for university or, uh, you know, for long periods to stay in the US. So we all have kind of like a, actually there's a funny story. Two of them, uh, they did like a semester abroad in San Diego. Uh, that was yeah, in 2011 or something. I'm not going to say names because you know them, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you later. And they also, they went, went there, they were there over Thanksgiving, actually, that, you know, time of the year. And they also decided like they had like rented a house with like two more people, I think. And so they invited a couple of like other friends. And so they wanted to have like a classic Thanksgiving feast. And they bought a turkey and they, well... Let's just say 
none of these people is like super in love with like cooking in a kitchen, I guess, just as like, <laughs> and so they, they didn't really plan too much in advance. So the day they were going to do the Thanksgiving, they brought, a, they bought a turkey that was still frozen. Oh, so it's not going to work. It, oh, the, no. The, well, they took turns in like trying to um, uh, defrost the turkey with like a hairdryer. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is true. This is completely true. I've seen the pictures. And at the point where they're like, that's ah, probably good enough, they put the turkey in the oven. Okay. That's not the worst thing they could have done. They could have put it in a fryer, which would have been devastating. Oh, no, but they, they put it in the oven, but they forgot to take out something. Oh no! Did they not take out like the the packaging and the like for like whatever like for the stuffing Int intestines? No, there's no, yeah for people who are not familiar with that. If you buy a turkey, there is and that's the thing inside of the turkey. They often put like the neck and like the intestines, like liver, heart, or whatever lung mm -hmm. of the turkey, and they often put it in like a little plastic bag as well. And right. So, yeah. <laughs> and what they didn't do is take that out of the turkey before they put the turkey in the oven. So at a certain point, after like half an hour, they, you know, and the turkey was still like in the middle, it was still kind of slightly frozen, of course, because the, the hairdryer thing didn't work 100%. <laughs> so they they were like, it smells kind of funny here, isn't it? Like a turkey supposed to smell <laughs> oh, different? And then <laughs> someone checked and there was like plastic in the turkey that was melting. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys are also coming. That's 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 the San Diego turkey story. Um, that's why now I am I, I was chosen to be the one who's like has the lead on the turkey preparation. Um, that's a big responsibility. So yep. you you are the turkey you, you are the turkey man. The, the, I'm the, the turkey, turkey man. man. Yeah, I mean we we you know this is like the seventh or eighth time we've been doing this, so I'm a little already used to it. Last year we didn't do it because of Corona. This year we're doing it. We're all going to test it, and so. Um, but I got like a 20 pound turkey, just about a little less perhaps. And I want to brine it. No, we can, we can talk a little bit about brining a turkey, but yeah. so uh, perhaps, should, perhaps we start, should we start there? Yeah. I mean, brining is the process of, so you let the turkey sit in water that has a bunch of like salt and like, uh, herbs and spices in there. Right. Correct. But the biggest thing about brining a turkey is it's you want to make the brine. So the brine a lot of times will consist, like you said, like it's water, it's salt, it's it's spices of your choice, but then it's sugar and molasses, right? So brown mm -hmm. sugar and molasses oh, okay. to really get to really get that sticky like texture that you want. And so you will first make the brine. You have to let it completely cool down. All right. So let it completely cool down. And then you will take your defrosted turkey and you put it in like, like I just call it like a turkey bag, but a big, a big bag. And you put all the brine in the turkey, mm -hmm. all of the turkey, and then you let it marinate for 24 to 36 hours, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's like a big step. So it absorbs all the like seasoning and the brine and the flavors. But then once you've if you're going to smoke the turkey, um, what you do after, and this is what I do, is you take it out of the brine. You have to completely dry it off. And yeah, you have to completely yeah, yeah. dry dry the turkey off. And then I will take like a butter and really rub 
rub the turkey down to give it a nice layer of heart stopping fat. Uh, <laughs> fat all over it. And then I, I will smoke the turkey. And so you will, I'll, I'll put it on like my charcoal drum and keep the drum around 300 degrees, maybe a little less if my time will allow it and let it smoke for three to four hours, maybe, depending mm. on the size of the turkey. Yeah, you know, yeah. All it has to do with the, the total size of it. And uh, and then you just had this really nice, flavorful turkey. Yeah. Uh, but it's it also, a lot of work, right? It's, it's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. prep. And, and so, yeah, what the brining does, I think, I haven't brined one yet, so I'm excited to uh, to try it out. It's, you know, like, I guess, you know, it gives more, adds more flavor to the turkey meat, right? And also, it's supposed to keep it just more, uh, less dry, like more moist, right? Um, right. Just a little juicier. Yep. So. It, keeps the bird, it keeps the bird juice. Have you ever seen the the scene on Christmas vacation where they also have a turkey for their Christmas dinner and they cut mm -hmm. it and it just like <sighs> it's just <laughs> yeah. like dry and crispy yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that's part of it um, we can actually in the show notes I'll let's put a brine recipe in the notes I'll put I'll share yeah, mine yeah. Um, we could either you know what we could share both of ours and then people could compare which one they prefer i mean i just i just googled some and like I, i'm always like i'm mixing different recipes i mean which usually it works quite well so uh, we'll see how that goes um but yeah so the turkey i mean that's of course the main thing i'm gonna brine it 24 hours dry it off let it sit for like an hour or two until we actually we're gonna put it in the oven and bake it I actually i haven't given too much thought about the stuffing but i'm thinking I mean, you know, like some some bread that I'm gonna like uh, fry in like garlic butter, and then some like uh, perhaps apple and some I don't know plums, perhaps that that kind of mixture, I guess. Um, nice. What other sides are you doing? You can't just yeah. have stuffing and t bird. You gotta. Well, yeah, well gotta I mean, go out on all these sides. Yeah. So one thing I'm gonna do is like a green bean casserole. Yep, that's Classic that's traditional. Bean. That that yep. you. While you're taking your your exam on American traditions, like, yeah, I know they I know they do that shit. Awesome. Um, then we're gonna do garlic mashed potatoes. Yum, yeah, classic, right? Um, maple butter carrots. Ooh, look at that! I we don't usually have those, so that's that my family. I, I'm sure that that's a thing. Um, <laughs> there you go. All right. So what are, so you have maple, maple carrots. Maple butter carrots. Yes. Uh, maple and then, butter carrots. And then there's something that I haven't tried yet that I was going to try out. It's, uh, they're called buttermilk clover leaf rolls or buttermilk rolls. Basically the clover leaf is just the form. I haven't done those, but that's also like a typical side, right? Like these, it these is soft yeah. kind of like sweet uh, rolls. It's just, it's just such sleepy food. I mean, it's so rich and heavy and comfort food. And, you know, and all those sides make me think of like, you just load up your plate. And then also with, with the stuffing, you also have to have a gravy. And that's what a lot of people use the, the neck and other parts of the bird yeah. for is to help, help make that, that gravy and the big buttery rolls to soak up the gravy yep. and everything. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna basically yeah the the uh, the neck and like the intestines we're gonna fry at the beginning. That's gonna be the base for the sauce, and then you also like you know you have like a pan below the turkey where you know all the fat and everything like all the juices drop in, and you put some some broth in there as well, and some more veggies like carrots and like you know uh, celery and all that kind of stuff. And then we have like like a thing that that separates like the fat from the actual like juices from the broth, and 
then we're going to separate it and only use the fat. No, <laughs> only, only use the broth. <laughs> and then we make the sauce out of that. So yeah, we're going to also going to fry that. And uh, yeah, the, the rolls, then Lena is going to make like a cranberry sauce. She's actually going to like prepare it in, in mines and then she's going to bring it over. And that's, I think is like the, well, one thing that we talked about, we're still not sure if we're going to do it. It's like a, a sweet potato either mash or casserole what casserole. what do you think what's your take on that i feel like you have to have a sweet potato casserole i just that, feel like that, that is yeah that's just like a big that's a big uh keystone part of like yes this is thanksgiving yeah the thing and for you don't me have is to like, do like the yams and marshmallows like but yeah, you could do yeah, like yeah. this you could do it like a casserole and then you, because I remember like the, I had one, or your mom made one when I was there Thanksgiving like many years ago, and it blew me away. I remember it was just so, so good, and, like insanely. You know what? Can I ask your mom to like give me like a brief? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Because yeah. then I'm going to make I'll, it. We'll, we'll put, yeah, I'll get you that recipe as well. Um, and it's oh, really yes. easy to do. My mom will be thrilled that you're using it. Oh, and, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. The, the other thing you, we, we haven't gotten to is the desserts. Like how many oh. how many pies are you going to make? Well, we're not going to make any pies. Um, no pies. <laughs> no pies. <laughs> well, I said no we're not going to make. Any uh, pies. You're going to buy some pies. Well, mm. we're, actually, it's not a pie; it's a cake. We're going to buy cakes, but we're going to buy authentic cakes. And this is like an advertisement for Jeff's Cheesecakes in Hamburg. Best cheesecake <laughs> you can get. Actually, there's a dude. He's called Jeff. And he, uh, he I, I've known him and for like And we're under week. contract to talk about Jeff in the next uh, 270 <laughs> seconds. So uh, <laughs> Jeff grew up right outside of the city. <laughs> Alex. To kick off the holiday season, you know what I did yesterday? Hold on. Let me think. You went for a run. Yes, I bought a ton of alcohol, but that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what you do? I got my booster shot, man. Booster! So I, booster. <laughs> you know got, what? Booster, I got my... Booster is so funny because that's one word that, you know, if you're, if you're familiar with English, you will, as a German, you will know the word to booster or something or like a booster, right? You've heard of that. Um, but you need to be familiar with like modern English and perhaps also with a little bit of like pop culture. But if you're like, if, if you're only like good at English and you learn it at school, you will not have heard the word booster or not know what that is, I think. And now through, just through the like vaccination, the word booster has become a part of the German language. Everyone knows what booster is now. It's so funny. Oh yeah, it, that makes it, it makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, because yeah, now it's yeah, yeah. it's like a common common word. Yeah, but booster is a, a bit slangy, and you wouldn't. It's not something you would learn in yeah, school, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But no, man, I got I I received my booster shot. Uh, nice, so, congrats, man. Nice. Yeah, thank you. I again very fortunate. I didn't have any side effects. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have. I got my appointment. Actually, I got the confirmation for my appointment yesterday, and my appointment is next week. Also, so nice. It man. was pretty easy. It's good, right? And it's uh, it's with the holiday season, especially in the states, where so many people will be traveling and seeing loved ones. If you're not aware of like the booster status just you know cdc has information fda has information mm -hmm. 
I would check those two sources before yeah. I would check other sources um, here stateside. But yeah, if, you, if you're eligible, we encourage you to get it. Yeah, and just briefly, Germany numbers are going like up insanely high, highest numbers we've ever had. Like for the last ten days, it's new records for infections at least, and the death toll is also going up. So, oh, I mean, I just talked about Thanksgiving actually, how we are meeting up with a bunch of friends, but um, uh, all of us are like vaccinated, and we did like all of us like started like testing ourselves like three or four days before we actually got together and we're testing each day. I mean, it's just. We got to be a little more careful again. Um, it sucks, but it's just way better than you know being sorry afterwards. And right, and it's easy, right? It's easy to get a test. Yeah, it's easy to to check. So yeah, have fun, have fun this holiday season. But yeah, do do the little stuff. You never know. I guess you just don't want to risk exposing family or or anyone who could you know be compromised. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you for listening. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving, have a wonderful and safe holiday. Until next time, y'all take it easy. Cheers.